Welcome to the Asset Management Fridays edition of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 45 years of combined experience in operations and management and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems, manage their properties more efficiently, and become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Asset Management Friday segment of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I am your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. How many times have you thought there has to be a better way while working through endless rent rolls and historicals? Enter Red IQ, who will process and standardize them, generate deep and accurate property insights, and bring you through the final underwriting all in just five minutes. As for underwriting, thanks to Red IQ's new Excel add-in called QuickSync, you can continue using your own model and instantaneously populate it with the data from Red IQ with just the click of a button. Request a demo today at RedIQ.com. All right. Today on the show, we have Dan Garzella. Dan, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. And if you can start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Sure. Name is Dan Garzella. I'm the president of the Garzella Group. We are an insurance brokerage that specializes in multifamily property insurance. I've been in the business since 2003. Originally got my start with farmers insurance. Started at the age of 23 with essentially a, a phone book and a phone and built and grew the company to the point to when I did get into multifamily, I was recognized as the top writing agent of apartment buildings in the United States out of more than 15,000 agents and also the top five for overall commercial production. Great. Well, thanks for coming on today, Dan. You know, insurance is such a big part of an expense when you're looking to protect a property you buy for $3 million or $30 million or even $90 million. You got to protect your assets. So let's talk about insurance today. Obviously, you cover multifamily. What are the different services within that? So like I said, you know, we're experts in multifamily or commercial property, commercial property being apartment buildings, hotels, motels, commercial real estate. And you, you start with before the property is even built. So we can write the policy to ensure the construction of the property. Then of course, you know, the property's there and you ensure the property or the asset is, is. And then you have all the activities going around while the asset is operational. So you've got your employees. Of course, there's workers' compensation for them. You've got your tenants. We'll write the policy to the master liability renters insurance policy to protect them and the asset. And then, of course, occasionally one of those tenants may allege that an employee discriminated against them. And we'll write the discrimination policy to protect against that. And then finally, you've got the management operations of the asset or the management company. And we'll really take a holistic approach and bring all of those services into one to make sure that we're protecting from every angle. Fantastic. So important. What are the lenders requiring for insurance in different parts of the country, generally speaking? So generally speaking, the insurance requirements are pretty boilerplate as far as the coverages that they want. So of course, they want replacement cost. They want general liability. They want equipment breakdown, terrorism, and umbrella policy. But where things get really tricky is when the value of the asset or the loan amount starts to 
increase to first past 5 million. And then really the big tipping point is once it's more than 25 million. Once that occurs, then things are starting to get tricky. These lender insurance requirements are getting more expansive. What they want is more restrictive. And if you happen to get a consulting group thrown in the mix, Harbor's a big one, then that's certainly a, hey, let's call the, make sure that we have the right person from the insurance standpoint to manage this. And you mentioned consulting group. What's their role in, in all this? So they're typically hired by the lender and they're protecting the lender's interests. The lenders don't understand insurance. And so what they do is they hire an insurance consulting group on behalf of the lender to make sure that the policy that the borrower and or the borrower's agent are putting in force are actually going to protect the interest of the lender. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones loaning the money. And first and foremost, they want to make sure that those interests are protected. And also when you hit that $25 million mark, insurance per unit kind of goes up or what happens there? Well, the cost per unit goes up. But one of the things you're looking at that you wouldn't really think of is the financial stability of the carrier. Now, typically, you're not going to see that on any quote proposal that you've received. And so what can happen is, you know, you're getting to the end of the deal and all of a sudden it's an A-rated 7 carrier and it needs to be an A-rated 9 carrier. And now there's a problem. Because the entire underwriting of the deal and everything has been based off of a specific insurance quota, a specific amount, and now all of a sudden that premium is going up because you have to have a carrier change. And if you're not working with a professional on the insurance side that can be adept and nimble and manage that with various options, then you can run into certainly a surprise and potentially a problem. So a good insurance company like yourselves, based on your relationships with lenders, are there things that you guys can do? that kind of separate yourselves from maybe some other insurance companies? So yes, but it's not because our relationship with the lender. I'm sure that when you really think about it, we're the last stop in the deal, right? By the time it gets to us, the lender's already in in place. And by the time it gets to that point, we're at the end of it. But where we come in is our knowledge and expertise. I'll give you and your listeners a very simple example. So you've got the market value of a property. Let's say that that's 12 million. You've got a loan amount of 10 million. And then you've got the insurance value, the reconstruction cost at 8 million. It's not uncommon from time to time for the lender to require one amount. They'll require the loan amount, right? Or they'll put that out there. So if you're not aware as the agent that The insurance isn't going to pay the loan amount just because it's the loan amount and they're not going to pay the market value just because it's the market value. They're going to pay the cost to rebuild it. And so what we would do in that situation is we would push for the reconstruction cost and we can actually do that using the appraisal that the lender ordered in order to validate the deal to begin with. That's a real simple example. And then there's, of course, more complex examples related to flood mapping and things of that nature. But that's just one example of where our expertise comes to benefit because that cost difference is, let's just say, roughly 20%. And this question is for the new syndicator out there. What do I need to obtain a quote? And when in the process of buying a property should I reach out? We just talked a little bit about financing. So there's two documents that the lender requires 100% of the time for the deal to go through and at renewal. And that's your certificate of property insurance and your certificate of liability insurance. So at the very simplest nature, if you just forward those two pieces of information to us, it allows us to see the current policy structure. The other thing it allows us to do is we're you know, heavily invested in technology and we're able to pull up all the information on the property using our various data sources to really use you to just fill in the blanks if needed. 
But for the most part, we can get all the information we need from that. And then once we do that, then we'll request step two, which might be loss history. And what are some of the things an asset manager may not be aware of when it comes to insurance? You know, it's, it's not uncommon for, well, not just asset managers, but really anyone as it relates to insurance is looking at just checking a box, like I have to have it and now I have it and we're good. A lot of times what they fail to realize is the impact that the insurance policy can have on an operating income. There's certainly the ability to drive down the costs, which drives down the expenses, which drives up NOI, but there's also other tools within or tools or programs that we offer to where, you know, property may have what we call profit leaks that are typically written off to bad debt, which you can actually have covered through insurance. And so there's a lot of real high level items that the typical asset manager, just consumer in general, isn't going to think about. And often that's because our perception is driven by the Geico and progressive commercials and things of that nature. But when you really get into the highest levels of insurance as it relates to properties and you're starting to get in those larger assets or even portfolios, it's hypercritical. All right. Thanks, Dan. I'm going to pass it over to Kyle to take us home. Sure. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. All right, Dan, what is your asset management superpower? You know, so I, I did some thinking about this, and it came to me pretty quickly, and I'd have to say clairvoyance. In the uh, multifamily industry and when you're looking to, to buy a property and you know, secure a loan, you're going through a lot. And the last thing you want to do is get at the very end of the deal after you've looked at several deals, you've put in offers, you've gotten offers accepted, you got the financing in place, and then all of a sudden there's something that could torpedo the deal from the insurance side of things. And so we're able to see that before it happens and before it's an issue and take care of it. Awesome. I do have one follow-up question too. It seems like insurance is something that is going to go up every year. And I think it's a lot of people underwrite to maybe 3%. In my opinion, you should be underwriting greater than that, maybe even 5 or 10%, depending on your market. Are there ways to actually reduce costs year over year? Should you be shopping the insurance every year? How does that work? So every market's different. In the current market, yes, insurance costs are going up and up and up. The difference maker is the, the agent's ability to negotiate the pricing floor. And how does that happen? Well, you're only as good as the solution that you provide, right? And so if you only have one solution, you don't really have a lot of places to go. But if you're experts like us and you're continuously doing market research, carrier research, have access to exclusive programs, et cetera, what's that do? Well, it creates options and it also creates leverage. So when your price goes up per se, if you're working with an expert, that expert has the ability to use those various options to negotiate the floor and bring pricing back down. Everything's not price because you certainly have to have the right coverage mix and consultation. But with all that being said, if you're with the right person, they've got enough options and, and they have the ability to create the leverage they need to drive down that cost to the floor. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show and talk to us about insurance. If you can tell the listeners where they can find out more about you. Yeah. So the simplest way, if you're looking to get a hold of us and you're listening to this call is just go to quotenow.biz. That's quotenow.biz. And from there, you can 
fill out five fields, hit enter, we'll get an email and we'll reach out to you. Absent of that, you can go to garzellagroup.com, our website, find us via phone, et cetera. Perfect. And everyone listening in, thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes and Stitcher, give us a rating, subscribe and review so we can continue to grow the podcast. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so that you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to aptcapitalgroup.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.